0: This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hello, this is Siobhan and welcome to episode 196 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I have a really good topic today. It's an important one that I don't think actually gets talked about much, and I'm recording it because I was noticing my own brain do this and was talking myself through it, and often anytime there's things that I'm talking myself through, it means they will be helpful for you, as well as this is a topic that actually comes up quite a bit in coaching calls when I'm coaching physicians. So what we're going to talk about today is, what if you had a million chances to figure this out? Now, I want you to just sit with that and think about it a little bit while I go through my introduction and stuff, but just see how it feels in your body telling yourself, what if I had a million opportunities to figure this out? Notice what changes compared to how you usually think about your weight. Okay, we're going to talk about it all in detail in today's episode, but first, I was going to tell you I have a free afternoon off (laughs) It's a surprise afternoon and it's amazing. I love it when that happens. In my schedule, I had that I scheduled to work this afternoon and I had worked this morning and I literally woke up this morning feeling a little panicky about all the work I needed to do, including getting a podcast recorded and wondering when I was going to have time to do that. And then to have when I went into the office and to notice, hey, I'm only scheduled this morning. I don't have anybody booked this afternoon. It was like this huge, like gift that I got this afternoon. And so really excited about it. It was a busy weekend. My parents had their 50th anniversary. So there was family in town, which was a really nice visit, but it was also busy. And then I had been on holidays. So always that day back, getting back into work from having been on holidays is always a little harder and having a free afternoon instead of jamming a bunch of work in. I was trying, I was thinking, oh. You really didn't plan your schedule very well for coming back from holidays, is how I was talking to myself this morning. So let's celebrate having free afternoons, unexpected magic time. Do you ever get that? And if you do, what do you do with it? Today, I'm using it to do work. I wouldn't always... But this is probably the best thing for my mental health is to get some things off my to-do list so I don't have to worry about them. And hopefully tomorrow I won't wake up panicky about the stuff I have to do. But what would you do with it if you had a magic afternoon where you thought you're working and all of a sudden you weren't? Let me know. I'd be interested. So I've been getting stuff done as well as having time to actually prep dinner because that was another thing. I was like, when am I going to have time to cook dinner? Because... After I finish recording this podcast, I have a coaching session with my Thrive Academy for Physicians members, which takes us right till 6 p.m., which is kind of supper time. So I've been able to get some supper prepped. I'm feeling on top of things. In case you're interested, I'm making shrimp foo young for dinner, which is delicious. So it's like egg fu young with shrimp in it. And it's a way of using up some cabbages because I have somehow ended up with a whole lot of cabbages in my fridge. And I'm not really sure. I think, like, I love cabbage. (laughs) I use it a lot. And it's a great thing to have in the fridge because it doesn't go bad. But I had, like, something like five cabbages when I looked. (laughs) Like, am I starting to hoard cabbages? What's up with this? So making something like uh, shrimp for young uses up a good, pretty much a whole cabbage. I'm extra happy there's extra space in my fridge now, too. Now, that brings us to our weekly tip. And what I'm going to share is just a productivity tip that I was making use of today because I had this window of time, a few hours, but like I said, I had a lot to get done. Anytime I'm in that position where I'm like, I just need to get the work done, I always set a timer on my phone. So before I start a task, I estimate how long it's gonna take me to do that task. I set a timer on my phone and then I get to work. This is a hack that makes use of some of the psychology of your brain and how it approaches time. It's amazing what you can get done And how much more efficient you are when there is a timer set. If there's no timer set and there's no end timing, you're just like, I just have to get this done, your brain will expand and use as much time as it possibly can. When you set a timer, it's creating boundaries for your brain on how much time is available. And this matters when it comes to eating, because we're not talking about using a timer for eating. You don't need to do that. But By feeling more productive, by getting out of procrastination, setting timers and just getting going on tasks, that addresses a big trigger for eating for a lot of people. So if you find yourself snacking and eating to avoid tasks or worrying that they're just going to take too long, set a timer and get going. Couple tips. Timer should be short. Do not set a timer for like an hour and a half because you will get distracted. I'm talking 10, 20, maybe 30 minute timers even five minute timers. It's amazing what you can do in 10 focused minutes that you would not have thought. And the more you can show yourself that you can actually accomplish a lot in a short period of time, it makes it easier to get over the procrastination. Okay, that's my tip. If you're feeling overwhelmed by your schedule, if you've got a big to-do list, set some timers, stick to them, focus, turn your phone notifications off while the timer is going. Do not let yourself open mail. Do not let yourself open social media. Just focus and that's all you're doing for that chunk of time. It works really, really well. Okay, let's talk about having a million chances. Now, the reason why I came up with this podcast episode topic is, number one, like I said at the beginning, I coach on this a lot inside my programs. A lot of times people come to the table feeling like, it has to work this time, this is my only opportunity. And that's not just in a coaching program, that's with any diet. We've been trained to think that we have like the one shot. It's one chance to do it right. And if we don't make it in that shot, it means something like we may not ever be able to be successful. Now think about it, the things we say to ourselves when we're starting a weight loss program, if we're changing what we're eating, we're setting a new goal, we say things like, I need to get it right. I can't fail. This diet has to work. It needs to work quickly. Sometimes we're not saying those words outright in that we don't hear them as sentences in our brain, but the themes are there in the background. Now notice how that feels to you. Like I said at the beginning, notice how it felt when I said you have millions of opportunities to get this right. When we're thinking that there's only one opportunity to get it right, how does that feel? Feels pretty heavy, feels pretty stressful. And it's not correct. It's it's not the way life works or the way long-term weight loss works. It's something that was embedded from diet culture for us, something that we are trained with starting probably back in the 80s, maybe even earlier. But it's not correct. If you buy into the one opportunity approach, it actually gets in your way of reaching your goals. It will slow you down and it feels horrible. Oh, well, that's not what we're about. Over here, we're about thriving in your weight loss, finding ways to make it feel good. And this is a really important shift that I'm talking about. Don't underestimate the power of this shift, shifting from thinking there's only one opportunity, I gotta get it Right to thinking, you know what, I have millions of chances to get this right. I can figure this out in a million different ways. It's a very abundant way of thinking about your weight loss. And anytime we can shift to abundance, it feels good, feels better, feels lighter. It's easier to start. So what's wrong with the one opportunity approach that we've all been taught? Number one is it makes it hard to start. Anytime your brain is thinking it's a big deal to get started. There's risk involved. There's going to be a lot of work involved. It's hard to start. It's like climbing a mountain to get going. And if we're thinking, okay, I want to lose weight and I've got one shot to do it, that is creating a big mountain that's going to make it hard to start. You may find yourself just thinking a lot about losing weight, but not actually taking action to make changes in your life. Just contemplating, okay, i got to find the right thing, the right way. I've got to get the right amount of energy, the right amount of motivation, and never actually doing it. And this is important because thinking and planning is really good, but at some point we have to shift from that to action, to actually doing things that are going to help you on the way to your goal. And if we make it a huge deal to start and feel kind of stressful and heavy to start, you 're not going to start taking those actions it's going to feel harder to take the actions. But the other thing that 's wrong with this approach is it makes failure more likely and this is all based on interpretation it 's not based on your inherent chance of failing what it's based on is if you think this is your one chance, you have to get it right, this diet has to work, you need to make sure you start losing the weight quickly. That's going to set your brain up to interpret things like you're failing. If it doesn't quite go right, if you make a mistake, if you eat food that wasn't on the plan, if the scale's going down slower than when you would have liked, it opens you up for this interpretation of failure. Failure is only a problem if your brain makes it a problem. So if it decides, well, we had to be perfect to make it right and we are no longer perfect, your brain will make that a problem. It'll take away the opportunity to problem solve around it. And it will tell you probably to just give up more chances than not. Just, you know, we didn't do it. This diet didn't work. Let's stop. The third thing is that it tends to make you focus on big sweeping changes. So when you're thinking this is the one chance, it's got to be right. It's kind of a big go big or go home mentality where your brain is focused on the big changes That may be harder to institute in your life. They may take more energy. They may not be as easy to maintain consistently. And so even though they seem big and they seem like they should be really impactful, they may not give you the results you want because you can't keep up with them consistently enough, or you choose not to keep up with them consistently enough. So big sweeping changes don't necessarily equate Faster progress to goals. It all depends more on what changes you do consistently, not so much what is the size of the change. The fourth issue with this mindset of like, this is your one chance, your one opportunity, is that it's assuming that there's a finish line, right? If it's your one chance to do it, then there must be a point where you're done. And this just isn't true not when we talk about long-term weight loss. Like, yes, you can reach a weight loss goal, but you are not done when you've reached that goal. There's still work, there's still problem solving, there's still shifting, there's still adjusting, there's still tweaking that will happen your entire life to stay at that goal. So this is why this thought process doesn't serve you. It doesn't help you reach your goals. Slows you down. It keeps you in that, Weight loss roller coaster, diet roller coaster. It's a big reason why we kind of avoid wanting to lose weight sometimes, why the idea of losing weight can feel so hard and something that we're like, yes, I want the end product, but I don't want to do what's between me and the end product. It's because of thought processes like this. Now, what's a better way to think about it? Well, the reality is you have millions of opportunities. And just notice what happens in your body when you say that. millions of opportunities to create change in your life, to move towards your goal. There is no one shot. And you have millions of opportunities to make a different choice, millions of opportunities to start over if you're struggling, millions of opportunities to problem-solve, millions of opportunities to tweak. It's fantastic news. If we believe that there's millions of opportunities... Which there absolutely are, then trying something that you've never tried before to see if it's gonna work. Doing something slightly different to see if it works better. It feels much more manageable. It feels safer to do that. Feels less high stakes. So you're more likely to experiment. And I really believe the more you experiment with yourself and really find the customized way of approaching weight loss that works for you, which is like a whole lot of little nuances. Where applying the knowledge that you have works in your life, how you just adjust it so that it actually works really well for you. And in order to do that, you need to give yourself permission to experiment a bit. And in order to experiment, you need to acknowledge this one opportunity you're experimenting with is one of millions. If it doesn't go right, then you try it a different way, no big deal. It's fantastic. I love it. No one decision will make or break your progress unless unless your one decision is to quit. So think about that. You can decide to eat whatever the heck you want. You can decide to eat however much of it you want. That decision isn't actually going to make it so you don't reach your goal. Depending on what it is and how many days or How long eat off plan for? Maybe it slows you down for a little bit, but you can always make another decision. When we're thinking about millions of opportunities, there's always another choice you could make. There's always another moment to choose differently, to shift back to your healthy eating. The only decision that stops you from reaching your goals is to quit, to say, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. That directly stops you from reaching your goals. The food choices don't. Often the food choices are a symptom. They're just a sign of something else going on that you haven't figured out yet. Another unmet need that you just need to address and understand. And again, that's gonna take a bit of experimentation to get it right, to get it to the point where it really works for you. Small decisions matter, especially when they're done consistently. So like I was saying earlier, One of the errors that we've been taught is that we should have these big sweeping changes. The bigger the change, the better, the more effective it'll be. I don't think that's true. And especially when we're going from taking a standpoint of let's design a weight loss approach that actually makes your life better so that you can do it really consistently and you can make the weight loss sustainable because you like what you're doing. In that setting, small changes may be more effective small changes done consistently have ripple effects. Don't underestimate any small changes just because it's small and it doesn't feel as dramatic as some that you might've done before. If it feels good, if it feels manageable, if it feels like it's something you can do consistently, then do it and see what impact it has. There is no finish line. We already talked a little bit about that, but there's no finish line. (laughs) I would love to tell you guys that there's a finish line, but the reality of long-term weight loss is when you're maintaining weight loss, you've lost weight and you're keeping it off, there will be things that challenge you. There will be changes to your life, to your situation, to your emotions, to your body that mean you have to tweak and change what you've been doing. It's unrealistic to think that all you need to do is one thing and then just keep doing that for the rest of your life. Old habits will creep back for almost everybody. Your cravings may change. The food that you are exposed to or have access to may change. Everything like that is going to require tweaking and some flexibility in what you're doing. Believing in this, that there are a million opportunities, a million different choices, allows you to bend and flex better lifelong. Believing that there is no finish line, that as you go, you just are going to have to be willing to problem solve is going to be what sets you up for keeping your weight off. This is why I love coaching for weight loss, because it's not about giving you a set of rules. It's about helping you learn how to problem solve your own weight loss, your own eating. It's like the old saying of give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, teach him how to fish, you feed him for life. That's what coaching is versus a diet, which just kind of teaches you how to lose weight while you're on the diet. Coaching helps you figure out how to create your own ways of eating and how to problem solve them as you go, because there is no finish line. Don't get depressed by that, (laughs) because remember, what we're talking about is the way that you're going to lose weight, the way you're going to create your approach to weight loss is going to be enjoyable. It's not going to feel restrictive. It's not going to feel like you're always deprived. It's going to be enjoyable and it'll make your life better. So keeping going with it for the rest of your life and tweaking it as you go is not going to be a big deal when you have the right skills. Okay, here's how to make use of your million opportunities. Number one, as you go through your days, as you go through your weeks, start watching for all or nothing thinking Watch for the little thoughts that are suggesting you have one opportunity that you have to get it right this time. Notice them and then just ask yourself, what if I actually have a million opportunities? What if that's wrong and this isn't my only opportunity? Just ask yourself that and open up to the possibility and the abundance of how many opportunities are around. Number two, look for small opportunities so as you're opening your mind up to the possibility that there are actually millions of opportunities to get this right look for all the little opportunities you have throughout your day to make changes little places where you could decide one small decision that moves you towards your goal or a different one that keeps you from your goal look for the tiny little small opportunities and decisions throughout your day try to collect as many of those that you can That move you towards your goals. Number three is when you're doing this work, really look for the opportunities that fit into your life. So the ones that are glaring you in the face may not be the one that fits into your life. Check in with yourself. Is this something that I want to do for the rest of my life? If the answer is no right now, it's okay. Then don't do that. Look for the other opportunities. Maybe they're smaller. Maybe they're more subtle. Maybe they're different, a little more outside of the box than what you would have usually done. But look for them. Just because something is big in your face and it feels like you should do it, doesn't mean you should do it. You get to decide, empower yourself to make the decision for yourself. Is this choice the right choice for me right now? Do I think that I can keep this going long term without a lot of work? All right, so those are the three tips of how to make use of your million opportunities. Number one, watch for the places where the all or nothing, only one chance type thinking is coming up and just ask yourself, what if that's not right? What if I have millions of opportunities? Number two is look for those small opportunities. Go on a hunt, like an Easter egg hunt, try and collect as many small opportunities that might move you towards your goal as possible in a day. Number three, find the opportunities that actually fit into your life. The ones that might not be smacking yourself across the face, but the ones that seem to resonate with you where you're like, yeah, I could do that. That would work for me. All right. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Send me an email at info at physicians.ca. I answer all emails that I get. And if you're loving this podcast, please consider sharing with somebody else that would benefit from it. Also hit the follow button or subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast. So you get all the new episodes. And if you really want to share some love for the podcast, leave me a review. I'd really appreciate it. All right. Have a fantastic week, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.